The AP Pro Football Podcast is presented by Cairn University. Hi, this is Joe Montana. This is Dak Prescott. Hey, this is Jason Kelsey, and you're listening to Rob Motti. Rob Motti. Rob Motti. I am Rob Motti, and welcome to the AP Pro Football Podcast. It took an extra day, but the NFL finally wrapped up week 15, Tuesday night. Two games that were rescheduled on Tuesday night, three total. There was an extra game on Monday. COVID is running wild in the NFL. It's running wild all over the place, and protocols are constantly changing. But let's talk about football instead of a virus that's never going to go away. Jerry Rice is going to join me. He'll talk about the San Francisco 49ers, his former team, Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. And you can also find out all about goat fuel. Jerry will tell you about goat fuel. Also, hear from New Orleans Saints six-time Pro Bowl defensive end Cameron Jordan and Denver Broncos Pro Bowl safety Justin Simmons. Simmons and Jordan are among the 32 players. There's one from each team. They were nominated for the very prestigious Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. It's given to a player for outstanding community service activities off the field, but as well as excellence on the field. And in this season of giving, with Christmas coming up this week, I talked to Cam and Jordan about the tremendous work that they do giving back to the community, so stay tuned for that. There's only one team so far that has clinched a playoff spot, a playoff berth, and that's the Green Bay Packers. They are the NFC North champions. They barely hung on to beat the Ravens when Jim Harbaugh again went for the win with a two-point conversion and again lost. I'm not really a big fan of going for the two-point conversion for the win in that situation at home. Momentum was going their way. I know Aaron Rodgers was on the other sideline, but you got to play for OT in that situation with Justin Tucker. The Buccaneers cost themselves a shot at the number one seed Sunday night. They still have hope, but the Packers aren't going to lose. They lost again to the Saints, and it doesn't matter if it's Drew Brees, if it's Jameis Winston, Trevor Simeon, Taysom Hill. Tom Brady just can't find a way to beat the Saints in the regular season. But he did beat them to end Drew Brees' career in the playoffs last season. And that matters more than a regular season game. But the worst news for the Bucs, Chris Godwin out for the season. Mike Evans and Leonard Fournette also injured. In comes Le'Veon Bell. We'll see what he can do, what he has left. They should still win out and get that number two seed. And in fact, the Buccaneers, the two seasons they've won the Super Bowl, they are 0-4 against the Saints in a regular season during those two years. So Bucks fans can hold on to that. The AFC North is all jumbled. The AFC East, the Bills and Patriots, going to come down to the wire. NFC West with the Cardinals and Rams also should come down to the end. Wild card spots all up for grabs. It's all setting up for an exciting finish. And there's a bunch of games with playoff ramifications this week, starting with the Niners visiting the Titans on Thursday night. I like San Fran plus the three and a half in that one. Browns are going to visit Green Bay on Christmas Day. We'll see. They were COVID ravaged against the Raiders. Uh, I love the pack in their game. Colts visit Arizona. I like the Colts a little bit in that one. Of course, Arizona is coming off a stunning loss to the Lions, and they're trying to hold on to first place. But I kind of I like the Colts run game and, and the way they've really been carried by Jonathan Taylor. Baltimore at Cincinnati. On Sunday, Bills are in New England, Rams, Vikings, Steelers, KC, so many games. So sit back, enjoy your Christmas, enjoy your families, enjoy your football. Located 25 minutes from Center City, Philadelphia, Cairn University is a biblical university centered on Christ and His Word. 
in any one of our 70-plus on-campus or online programs, you will receive an explicitly biblical and intentionally Christian education that integrates your faith and work. Be taught and mentored by invested faculty. Participate in a dynamic campus life and grow in your faith as you prepare for what's next. Learn more about our undergrad and graduate programs at cairn.edu. That's C-A-I-R-N dot E-D-U. Jerry Rice is the greatest wide receiver in NFL history. That's why we call him the GOAT. Ten-time All-Pro, played 16 seasons with the San Francisco 49ers, three and a half with Oakland, half a season in Seattle, he was inducted into Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2010, holds so many NFL records. Here is my conversation with Jerry Rice. How much do you get an opportunity, Jerry, to mentor young guys, whether it's 49ers players or, or other players around the league? And what would you say to young receivers? Nowadays, you see a lot of guys get caught up in celebrations. What would you say to them about putting the team first and, and know what's at stake in a game? Know what the situation is before you do whatever it is that you want to do. Well, we didn't have the big celebration thing back in the day. <laughs> you know, now, now these guys, they, they're starting to, you know, group up and, and do certain routines after they score and all of that. I, I remember uh, when I scored, I, I tried to do this one day, one dance called the Capish Patch. You know, back in the day like this, I, I, I used to do that. And I looked so stupid on film that I said, look, I'm going to stop doing that. I'm just going to give the official the ball. And I started doing that. But, you know, you if it's if it's going to be a distraction, I don't think you should do it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for some reason now, the NFL, they they have allowed it. And you're seeing a lot of creativity uh, being expressed on the football field, which I don't have a problem with. But I was one of those guys that that just wanted to uh, stay focused, you know, and, and, and like you said, put the team first. Jerry, what is it about the Bay Area that produces legends? Yourself, Joe Montana, Barry Bonds, now Steph Curry. Steph Curry. <laughs> <Killed it. laughs> Man, but you see Steph hit that, that shot last night? Yeah. The record breaker and stuff like that. I have never seen um, a player like Steph Curry. I mean, his release is so fast. It's almost like it, it, it's it deadly. It's almost like it, it, it's like, you know, they talk about Dan Marino having the yeah. quickest release and stuff like that, you know, uh, as a quarterback. But, man, he shoots three-pointers like it's free throws. <laughs> you know, Barry Bonds, I never seen a guy choke down on the back so far and still could hit those home runs. And 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 it's like, you know, Montana, uh, Steve Young, and, 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 and the list just goes on. I think it's just that we – we don't take it for granted, man. We stay hungry. We love what we do. It's not like it's a job. It's something it's something that we enjoy doing every day where you go out there and uh you inspire fans uh and, and you give them a show. That's that's really what it was all about because for me, if you came to a game, you paid your money, I wanted you to really witness something special on that given day. I wanted you to walk out of that stadium and I wanted you to be talking to your, you know, you, your friends or something like that. Did you see what just happened today? Did you see that catch? Did you see that touchdown? And, and uh, you know, I felt like I had did my job if, if, if that was the case. Tell me a little bit about Goat Fuel. First energy drink, official energy drink of the Los Angeles Lakers. 
Uh, how exciting is that? And, and tell me about what really inspired you to go down this road. Boy, the Los Angeles Lakers, man. This, you know, this is the first time they have partnered uh, with an energy drink, and it was Goat Fuel. And, you know, I think about James Worthy, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic. I'm thinking about Kobe Bryant, uh, rest in peace. And I'm thinking about LeBron James. It's, you know, it's just something that's really special. We're excited about the opportunity. And how this all got started is that my my daughter and her husband, uh, Travion, they were into energy drinks, but they were getting jitters and all the sugar. And they wanted to put something, we wanted to put something out there a little bit more healthier. And uh, and that's how we came up with a goat fuel, you know, no sugar, 10 uh, essential vitamins uh, pre and also post workout. Uh, and as I got, you know, older, my workout regimen is still the same. I'm still <laughs> as aggressive as when I play football. You doing so, hills, Jerry? You doing the hills? So, so, so I do a lot. You know, I still do the hill. I also uh, do a lot of Peloton. I do a lot of CrossFit also, and it keeps me going. And I guess it's just in my DNA and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I think people that are still, they have that question mark or if they dare to be great, if they have that mindset, you know, they need something that's going to really help them to be able to achieve that. And I think Goldfield does that because, you know, it's it's like that oxygen, it's that performance. It, it's like you drink it. And and you want to get that workout in, but it's just not for athletes. It's it's also you know we can cross over because it could be an entrepreneur, it could be a frontline worker, it could be a doctor, lawyer. So it's all about that goat family, and, and that's something that we build. And we're excited about the opportunity, and we're having a great time. I know Trey Lance from the 49ers is the first official NFL ambassador. What what have you seen out of Trey that he's Obviously, kind of in waiting. He's the future for the 49ers. But right now, Jimmy Garoppolo is getting right. the job done. They're winning football. Like You went through this, Jerry, with, with Joe, Joe Montana, and Steve Young. You see similarities in these situations? Yeah, I, you know, I, I do. But I, I think uh, Trey is the future for the San Francisco 49ers. And, you know, he also uh, he won uh, the Jerry Rice Award. Uh, in the FCS, uh, which is the, the football championship uh, subdivision. And I had the opportunity to really talk to him and get to know him. And we're talking about a guy standing by 6'4", by 230, I mean, by 230, 225, somewhere around there. He was looking down at me, and and, and I had never seen a quarterback with, with that much height because, you know, Joe was tall. Joe always, you know, said he was 6'3", but Joe was probably like maybe six. Yeah, six one, six two. Steve, Steve was pushing it too. You know, he always claimed to be about six two, but I think Steve might have been around that six uh, foot area and stuff like that, six feet area. But man, just watching Trey, his I would say his dedication, his endurance, his tenacity, and stuff like that, it reminds me of Joe and Steve. Mm. And this guy is really going to be exceptional, uh, you know, when he's uh, 
that starting quarterback. And, and we we're excited to have him as an ambassador, you know, for Goldfield. And the thing I like about him, too, is that he's so down to earth. He's willing to learn. He wants to be great and he's going to work for it and he's going to be a great leader. So those are all the qualities in a quarterback that you want. Another thing, Jerry, about Goat Fuel, I realize it's the first all-black owned beverage yeah. company in the energy drink space. What does that mean to you, man? Man, it means a lot. But it, And also, my, my daughter is my CEO. Mm, very yeah, nice. and, and her husband is the COO. And, man, you know, the beverage field is really tough. It's tough. It's hard. Yeah. And I'm having some of those sleepless nights, just like when I when I played football, when we put in those first 15 plays, I knew exactly (laughs) what's going to happen the next day, you know, in those 15 plays. So I'm up visualizing, uh, putting myself in in different, uh, you know, scenarios and I knew exactly what was going to happen. So I'm playing the game in my head. It's the same thing with a go field. I mean, when I have to talk to distributors and do all that stuff, I'm up and I'm getting my game plan together. I want to be the best that I can be at, you know, what I'm doing, you know, since uh, since you know, I'm one of the founders of the company. So so, yeah, you know, we are black owned, but we are scaling. Uh, we having a great time and it's all about teamwork. Mm. You if anybody know me, they they know that. It was all about teamwork. Eddie DeBartolo, <laughs> he was all about teamwork. That's how you win championships. You know, so so I, I rely a lot on my team. Outstanding, man. Well, hey, I appreciate your time as always. Thanks for catching up. Love the office back there. Is a this is all for my my teammates I love and that. the fans that inspired me. Uh, to be the greatest football player that I, I could possibly be. And I want to say this to you. Thanks for having me. And brother, you are a goat. I appreciate greatest it. Greatest of all time. I appreciate it. I got to get me one of them hats, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> hey, GoField.com. Hey, go I love that. Yeah, have holidays to you. Thank you. Located 25 minutes from Center City, Philadelphia, Cairn University is a biblical university centered on Christ and His Word. In any one of our 70-plus on-campus or online programs, you will receive an explicitly biblical and intentionally Christian education that integrates your faith and work. Be taught and mentored by invested faculty. Participate in a dynamic campus life and grow in your faith as you prepare for what's next. Learn more about our undergrad and graduate programs at cairn.edu. That's C-A-I-R-N edu. Cam Jordan has been one of the NFL's best pass rushers for a decade in the NFL. He's also an Ironman. Hadn't missed a game in his entire 11-year career until a couple weeks ago for COVID reasons. But then he came back. He sacked Tom Brady twice in New Orleans. Stunning 9 nothing win in Tampa last Sunday. I caught up with Cam on a Walter Payton Man of the Year Zoom conference for some of the nominees. Him and his wife, Nikki, they have a foundation called God is Love, and they've worked during the COVID-19 pandemic to remain engaged in activities with youth, often through virtual means, and and they've resumed in-person initiatives in 2021. Here's Cam talking about the work he does. 
Hey, Cam. First off, congrats on the 100 sack. I was there Sunday night, so that was pretty cool to see you get that. Uh, I know it had to mean a lot, being it's Tom Brady, too, that you, you bring down. I, I want to ask you about balancing the work that you do in the community with your job, which is playing for the Saints, and then family. I find sometimes that as I, I want to go outside and do work in the community and work, and then there's time I'm taking away maybe from my kids or my own family. And it's a struggle. It's a balance. So how do you do that? How do you handle that, manage that? And and what advice do you give to the younger players on the team as they're looking to do things in the community? Man, uh, start early, start, start early and often. I mean, you know, I can remember, you know, my first two, three years in the league without meeting my wife now. Um, you know, I was doing events probably like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever it was. Um, I just had that much energy to give. Um, now it's now it's I'm you know I'm just doing it Tuesday. Now like I feel like I'm just doing less, um, but I feel like I'm affecting more. You know, uh, it's it's it is that balance. Um, as as she would say, like she's got such a loving heart that she's like, babe, why don't you bring me? I'm like, Yo, if I if I bring you, then I'm looking I'm looking for you, and I'm not giving the attention needed. So I feel like I, sometimes like I keep my divide where they are, um, uh, but at the same time like. I also understand that you can bring the family and it just brings more energy into it. So I've, I've gotten better as I've gotten older. So now I'm getting even, I'm getting better. You know, I'm like early on, I was like, ah, I was like, I can't, I can't deal with this and this. I'm multitasking now. We can, we can do it all. Like, you know, the last football camp I had, um, beginning of this no, middle of this year, um, you know, it rained, we had to do an indoor facility, but I had the kids, I had, I had wifey there, I had, you know, the, the schools bust in because it, was, it rained that day. So we had to, like, change change locations. But everything worked and, and flowed how it was supposed to. And it's like that's where you where you bring in community and family. Uh, and, and just because of that, you see the smiles from your own kids, letting them run and, and do everything that they do. But you also get an appreciation of of uh, what, what it takes to, to bring the loved ones in. Um, and not just in the sense that, uh, you know, they go where I go. It's a sense that they, they want to do what, you know, they want to do what I'm doing. They want to be there. I, I never wanted to feel like I was forcing them to do anything. Um, and that's so, so awesome that you have a, a partner who, who has that same mo- fo- focus and drive. So it's not taking away from anything. It's just adding to what I guess would be the short, short answer to that. <laughs> do you find, Kim, that it's sometimes more impactful? It's easy to write a check, but to be present, to be there may impact people along the way and further down the road, whether it's a conversation, whether it's uh, taking a picture, having whatever it is that you may do in an interaction as opposed to just writing a check. Man, I I think I've always said, you know, you can you can write a check. You can give everything you have and not have the impact you have in a five minute conversation with somebody. It's the interpersonal connections that really propel True growth, true inspiration, true positivity flows. I mean, like you could you you could not know me at all. Write me a check and be like, hey, I helped him. Or you could have a conversation, help me understand where I'm wrong or where I could better myself, and it propelled me to be a better person or, or further myself along whatever topic we're, we're pushing. So I believe in interpersonal relations. I mean, of course, I can cut a check. I think I think money definitely helps building houses, getting food. You know, money is a driving force. But that true touch, that true uh, propel for growth, I think that's where it comes with the interpersonal relationships. Cam, thank you so much, man. Absolutely.
The AP Pro Football Podcast is presented by Cairn University. Justin Simmons is a Pro Bowl safety in his sixth season in the NFL, all with the Denver Broncos. He's a three-time nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Simmons has worked continuously in the community, expanding the reach of his impact, varying from social justice efforts to mentoring local youth and creating his own foundation to expand beyond Colorado. Here's my chat with Justin Simmons. Hey, Justin. Good to see you again. It's probably been a couple of years since it was Radio Row at one of the Super Bowls. Um, a, a lot of players give back. A lot of players are involved in the community. But to do it so passionately and be so intentional about it, where did that attitude develop for you? Who were some of the people maybe who inspired you along the way, mentored you uh, on the road to what you're doing now? Yeah, good to see you too, Rob. Uh, that's a that's a really good question. I, I, I think first thing is is my my parents. Uh, you know, from a young age, um, I'll never forget a life lesson. You know, I learned in in high school from my dad. He always used to volunteer me and my time. Um, you know, in in high school to do different community work, um, you know, whether that be Habitat for Humanity, um, you know, just serving, you know, communities that I'm in, um, you know, maybe coaching, uh, you know, like a Pop Warner team or something like that. Like he always made sure that he was going to, you know, donate my time to other people. And, um, you know, I eventually had a conversation with him about it. And, you know, I'll never forget the, the lesson that he taught me was because uh, I, I grew up in a faith, faith-based background. And so, we, you know, a heavy relationship, um, you know, with, with, with Jesus and, and just how he lived his life and how he gave back and talk about being the hands and feet. And so my dad told me, he goes, you know, I, I, do, I do all this because this is going to be a valuable life lesson. Um, you know, we, we are called, you know, to a higher purpose and, um, you know, we're called to serve and to love others. And I just, you know, from a young age, I've always wanted to teach you that you, you're like, your time is, is not even your time, you know, where you're, you're, you're a steward of, of, of God's time. And it's how you use that time while you're here uh, that, that really counts and that really matters. And, you know, a lot of the times you get caught up in selfish moments of, um, you know, hey, it's my off day. I need time to relax or, hey, it's, you know, I got a few hours here. I need time to do this. Um, but you know, I, I've always kept that, that, that life lesson in the back of my head from, from my dad, that it's not even my time, it's God's time. And I want to make sure that I'm a, I'm, I'm a good steward of that time because there are people that invested it, invested into me when they could have been doing so many other things, um, in their lives. And I'm just forever grateful and thankful for that because it's the reason why I am, I'm here today. Um, and so I, I don't want to miss an opportunity to do that for, for another kid. Um, and I don't mean writing a check or, or, you know, you know, just giving a scholarship out. I mean, just being present and, and donating my time, um, you know, to being there and not just myself, but my family in general. So that's probably the biggest, uh, you know, the biggest reason why. How much are you able to discuss with teammates, maybe some of the younger guys as they settle into the league, the importance of, finding what they're passionate about and, and getting involved. And it depends to whatever extent they can at first. How many, 
How often do you have those conversations and what do you say to those guys? We have those conversations all the time. Um, you know, we, we have plenty of time to talk football in the locker room. And so, um, you know, the, the other parts of those conversations, you know, come down to just like getting to know, you know, your, your, your teammate. And that's why when, you know, stuff like trades and all that happen, it's, you know, it's a, it's a little heavy on guys because you, you get to know families and you get to know that the, not just the player, but the guy behind the player, um, things that they're passionate about, things that they want to see uh, positive changes in their communities and in the world in general. And so, um, you know, and I, I share with those guys kind of like my journey, you know, I, I, I really only know, you know, my journey the best. And I just, you know, a lot of people ask me like, why did it, why did you wait so long for your foundation? And, um, you know, this, that, and the other. And I just share with them, like, I've always known I, I was passionate about kids and like mentorship and, and education and, you know, sport initiatives. And I know how important that is because I've lived it, but, um, I, you know, I think the think the main thing is, you know, like I said, I, I shared my experiences. I, I kind of wanted to go out and I wanted to see what other guys, my other teammates were passionate about. Right. So I go to all my teammates events, you know, since I've been here, um, because, you know, like I said, donating or, um, you know, being out there and giving up your time, you know, for others is, is, is really important. And um, I wanted to see, like, what, what are some of the guys doing? What am I seeing, you know, positive impacts in our community have like what? What is it about what my teammates are doing um, that I want to see myself doing in my foundation? And so I didn't want to just jump into something. And even though I knew what I wanted to do, I didn't just want to just jump into it just to have it, just to do it. Because I can do that on my own. Um, when I, you know, I want to make sure that I'm doing it right. And I want to make sure that I have the right network of people around me. I want to make sure that you know the foundation is going to be uh, solid and that this isn't just something temporary while I'm in the NFL, this is going to be something that surpasses even, um, you know, my, my life. And those are the things, or those are the conversations that I like having with some of my teammates, because um, that's going to, that's going to way surpass, um, you know, some, some of the accolades and stuff that we'll have on the field. And, um, you know, to me that that's, that's more important. So um, those are the conversations I, I, I absolutely love to have. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Time for some final thoughts. Chris Godwin's season ended because he took a helmet to the knee, and Tom Brady, of course, didn't like it, had some things to say about the league having to or should review that, the competition committee. Can't hit quarterbacks below the knee. So many different players protected by that rule, but receivers yet are so vulnerable, and they can take a helmet to the knee, and it's so devastating it ends their season. I'm with Brady on this one. I'm with a lot of people on this one. I think you have to eliminate that. I know it would make the – job a little bit more difficult for the defensive backs and you can't hit with your helmet up high can't lead with the helmet can't go helmet to helmet you shouldn't be able to hit guys at the knees with your helmet either that's it for this week thank you to jerry rice cameron jordan and justin simmons and thank you for listening please be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast on itunes or wherever you listen to your pods also check out my colleague ralph russo and his ap top 25 college football podcast share review tell a friend till next week i'm rob Motti reminding you make a difference be a blessing the ap pro football podcast is presented by cairn university